Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, elves and dwarves, and most importantly, fellow gamers, welcome. I'm going to mute you, Yara. You're laughing too much. Welcome to the meme stream, the only podcast for memers by memers. And I, it is still by memers. I'm working on a meme video right now. Our guest today, wait, hold up before we get to the guest. Grumpy Cat, great to have you. I'm your host, Gaming Rambles. Uh, we are joined today once again by my charismatic co-host, Captain Cranium, in the lower right of the screen. Our guest today has the nerve to play Troy and enjoy it. He plays Warhammer so poorly. <laughs> yeah. He plays Warhammer so poorly that he made a series about it. And he's one of the best people I have ever collaborated with. Give it up for Jarl of the Appian Way. Yes, thank you. Thank you. How do you do? Hello, everybody. <laughs> Jarl, how you doing, man? Uh, feeling a little metal. A little. And a little kawaii at the same time. I, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> cute. It's Japanese for cute. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. I, uh... Oh, man. Whew. Sorry, my mind's all over the place because I've been pretty busy this last couple weeks. And, yeah. uh... Yeah, dude, it's good to have someone else with a webcam on the meme stream. I was so confident we would get Alex Boy with a webcam, and it, it just didn't happen. I, I'm, I'm amazed that after, what is this, like six, seven weeks running of this, this is the first time you've actually had three webcams in this show? That's nuts. Yeah, well, it's just a lot of memers, a lot of people who make meme videos. And uh, I'm making a pseudo exception for you. I do consider you a memer because you've done some great shorts and some great collabs. Uh, like the yeah. you know the video we collabed with, I would consider that a meme video. And uh, well, I wasn't expecting an invitation, so this is a surprise to me. <laughs> I, I low key, I was kind of sad that we haven't had three webcams on the show yet, and that was that was a big motivation for getting you on the stream. All right, boys. So before we can get into my icebreakers, a little about icebreakers, we should probably address the elephant in the room. I think both of you are peacocking me right now. I'm feeling a lot of uh, a lot of sexual oh, tension in. <laughs> oh gosh, I forgot. Yeah. So we got we got the cat ears with the chainmail on the top, and then Captain Cranium is finally wearing a full beard. It, it's pretty glorious. Captain Cranium is here as himself today. <laughs> yes. Yikes. I'm expressing my Swedish ancestry. <laughs> if I pull up OBS, I can read the chat. I saw the comment too. I know what you're laughing at. I was thinking of the same thing because you're like, your cheeks are beard. your cheeks are very smooth. So it's like you do have baby cheeks. Yeah, it's this, it looks like a, a young man now. Yo, oh, that's another question. We we bring up age a little bit on this show. I am 25. Cranium yep. is 28. How old is Jarl of the Appian Way? Are you asking me? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I am I am 78. <laughs> mm. No, I'm I'm uh, 34. Okay, okay. I, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. You threw up 78, yeah. so you know 34 sounds pretty young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I did but, not have an existential crisis when I turned 30. Not at all. No. Yeah, oh, it, it no, doesn't happen to me. anyone, you know? <laughs> 
that's wild man honestly you're one of the older people i know in the uh <laughs> you're one of the older yeah. people i know in the uh the meme community or you know maybe not the meme community but you know what i mean like the the online content creation community yeah i come from i come from an older breed uh that 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 crew of um prince of macedon heir of carthage those were my those were my audience days and and what inspired me wow that's wild yeah that's that's so wild oh man cranium you have not addressed your reason for wearing the uh the beard well i saw y'all was in chainmail so I decided to pull out the, the Viking helmet knit beanie, then also pull out the beard that I haven't worn in, uh, I don't know how many years now. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it's sanitary. It most likely is not. It probably has Ebola. <laughs> he didn't even go with COVID. He was like, nah, man, this thing's old. It's got Ebola. Ebola. We got rid of that yeah. in like 2015 and, and his beard still has it. Mm -hmm. That's how you know. That's how you know. Yo. <laughs> You ever think about the fact that, like, you know, there are strands of smallpox that still exist in facilities and, like, almost no one gets immune immunizations for smallpox anymore? And so if you really wanted to, like, just destroy the world, you could unleash smallpox? Wasn't that part of the plot for um, for The Division? Tom Clancy's The Division? Probably. I never played that game. Oh, okay. So before I dive too much into Jarl the Appian Way, we have an important meme stream announcement. I know we're already a little into this podcast at this point. But here we go. <laughs> the meme stream, and I hate to say this, this is a tragic news for all present, but the meme stream had to become its own channel. It was literally killing my main channel. <laughs> it was just too different from what my audience wanted. And uh, it, it pains me to admit that. Uh, I'm very sad about it. So we asked how old is Jarl? What, did you say 34? Yes, that is correct. Old man Jarl. It is nice to have someone who's older than Captain Cranium on the show. Captain Cranium, how do you feel in this historic moment having another guest on the show older than yourself? Oh, it makes me feel like a young whippersnapper again. As it should. As it should, old man. It's good to hear you feel feel young again. It almost makes me forget that I broke my hip yesterday. <laughs> Sideburn worse than Ramble's own ones. What are you talking? You can't even see sideburns right now. What are you talking about? It's all chainmail. I think oh, that's good to meet with you, Captain Cranium. <laughs> Yarl, why are you wearing the chainmail, my man? I, I just wanted to freshen it up. Okay, okay. So <laughs> I just, I mean, I know that you know about my chainmail wearing habit in at least one of my videos, so mm -hmm. it just felt appropriate. So, you know, before I do these podcasts, before I do these live streams, these interviewees, if you will, I'd like to stalk the person I'm going to have on the show. And so I binged a ton of your sh stuff. I watched every single one of your shorts, which I think are are great. I think those are probably the best things on your channel. They're really well edited, very entertaining. And, uh, you know, I, I like to just check out my who I'm going to have on the show. Just make sure I know what to ask them and a little bit about them. And Jarl, I didn't see you wear that chain belt once in any of the videos I checked out. No, I rarely do it. I, uh, I I feel like it's a gimmick, and okay, okay. I try not. To, I, I can dig I that. I try not to overdo it. I try not to overdo it. Um, but keep it a classy. No, I've, I've, uh, I I like doing the occasional costuming bit. I think it can be funny. Nice. Don't overuse it. 
Okay, okay, I can respect that. And um, same with Captain Cranium. I don't think I've ever seen you live stream with the uh, Viking beard on. Uh, no, because by the time I started streaming, I kind of already had a beard. So I didn't <laughs> like feel this like is just I overkill. This. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I used to, I streamed with this knitted beanie a lot, usually on top of my hat that I normally wear. But then I kind of got out of that too. So mm, that is a beautiful axe, my dude. It's so oh, big, yeah, it's so big, shiny. Oh. Oh, big and girthy. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, oh it's, no. It's flexible, but it's too. Blood? blunt? What is this? <laughs> this is, uh, somebody said, somebody said I was, uh, I was trying to be a great swordsman ahead of time, and I'm like, I don't have a, I don't have a great sword. I got an axe. Okay, Jarl, I think this is a great opportunity to dive into the LARPing question I wanted to ask you. Yeah. You're wearing the chainmail, and obviously you have an axe that, uh, that is blunt. Uh, do you use those for LARPing? Yes. Yeah, I, I bought. I actually bought this the chainmail. This is one of the the more recent costuming things I've actually picked up, but I haven't even had a chance to use it yet because COVID. Dude, that's wild. I um. So I saw your live your vlog about LARPing, and you don't have too much stuff that's kind of like vlogish, like interviewish, and that's definitely the kind of stuff I really want to consume before this interview. And that yeah. was like, that was really neat to see you kind of get out of your element and make kind of a like a vlog. Because a lot of your humors, it's more like dry humor, and that was the most, yes. that was the most expressive I think I've ever seen you. You you were really excited to talk about LARPing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, I need to rewind for a second because you had mentioned that you have this habit of stalking your subjects before every before single video. time, every especially the to, sexy ones. Mm -hmm. I need to paint a picture for the audience. All right, it's <laughs> okay. Go for it. In the, no, yeah, yeah. It's like three thirty in the morning for me. Right. I'm, I'm laying in bed uh, trying to fall asleep, but I can't because I'm binge watching Dragon Ball Super on Hulu. Nice. And my phone notification goes off. And I, uh, I look down and it's Gaming Rambles has commented on a video. Again, it was like the third time this night. And I'm like, every, and it's like once an hour. I'm sitting there going, this dude really be stalking me right now. Dude, that's what you're supposed to do if you're preparing for a nerve view. I'm not trying to take this lightly. I'm trying to make the meme stream good. No, but it was actually, it was really good too, because like all of a sudden I was getting comments and videos that haven't gotten comments in over a year. And <laughs> it was like a walk down memory lane for me. I'm like, oh, I remember that one. I guess you're not doing too much LARPing with, with COVID, which I, I didn't think no. about when I started this question. That's so crazy. <laughs> uh, that... oh, go ask the question. This will be great. Yeah, well, I mean, do you plan to continue LARPing after COVID? Like, is it still like, a, are you still just as passionate about it today as you were when you made that video? Yes, uh, and the community is also still just as passionate about it. Um, we, they've even, they found plenty of things to get heated about and, and bring up and discuss in, in our in our own little small community. So the energy is still there. Um, and the excitement is drumming back up because everybody's realizing they can actually, you know, go and see their friends again and maybe hug them which Ooh. is very important for LARPers. Hugs are very important for LARPers. <laughs> so I guess like, how have y'all been, how have y'all been getting by in the meantime? Are y'all just like doing D&D &D via Discord or how, how, how do LARPers subsist in quarantine? Do they just waste away? No, there's, uh, there's, there's a lot of answers to that, but <laughs> um, one of the answers is, is yes. Cocaine and really, alcohol? 
<laughs> yeah, there was a there was a solid maybe like five months there where I was just Irish whiskey and you know. Uh -uh. Yeah. Captain Cranium's so no, upset with me right now. <laughs> no, but um, uh, yeah, there was a there was a time period there where LARPers were like, I need to have my role playing fix. Let's all do. Let's all do D and D games on Discord. Let's do this. A lot of us, actually, myself included, tried creating our own games, our own rule sets, and and threw them in there. It's 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 oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And then we couldn't stand it. It was like five months of hard role play in text format on, and then immediately everybody just dropped it. Like, no, uh, we're gonna take advantage of this break and actually get a break and collect our lives while everybody is having this existential nightmare and <laughs> um and it mostly kind of died down for a bit um a lot of us more recently just started getting back into our like our creative groups because a lot of them make their own costumes and stuff so a lot of them are starting to make their own costumes again i'm about to get started on some costuming stuff myself and then yeah i think i think the return to warp for at least my community is is looking like august Man, I just realized I'm the only one in this in this podcast right now who is not currently LARPing. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yeah, man. That's, that's Yo, okay. I, I'm really happy to hear you're still passionate about it because when you made that vlog, yeah. I was thinking maybe he's going through a honeymoon phase and you know, he may not be as passionate about it today as, as he was back then there's there's still like concerns you know um I've, I've gotten more involved since then i mean back then i was basically just a customer or consumer <laughs> i've actually gotten involved in like helping to run some of these since then and i had a lot of fun with that and right now i'm even though i am just as passionate as i was back then i'm cautiously taking a step forward back into it because there there is concern with like what is what is what is LARPing in the woods with your friends going to look like in a post-COVID world, you know, because it's not going to be the same. And if it's not safe, a lot of us and a lot of people that I love and trust aren't going to want to do it. So yeah. it's it's where all of us are like ready to jump back in. But I think also a lot of us are ready to have our hearts broken at the same time. <laughs> so we'll Yikes. see. I'm sorry, man. Uh, so. A lot of our audience is not into LARPing. They're gamers. <laughs> so we should probably switch to a uh, segue into gaming. <laughs> On that note, I'm going to take the chain mail off. <laughs> You're getting hot? <laughs> oh, man. Our boys, the two other people in this podcast right now are just Ooh. too hot to handle. They cannot oh, handle okay. the heat. All right. I'm back. Ooh. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Brief intermission. Yo, so, uh, Jarl, I, man, dude, I, I, I've got a ton of questions to ask about, like, your games and your channel and stuff like that. I, uh, not even sure where to start, man. What's Captain Cranium? Do you want to hop into Captain's Crunch Time first, or do you think we should ask a little bit more about his channel? Let's do Crunch Time first, because we always seem to kind of overlap when we start asking questions beforehand. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I'm ready. Get I'm nervous, pumped. I'm ready. We're about to talk about Captain's Crunch Time. Jarl the Appian Way is one of our first guests to actually be prepared for this show. <laughs> or so he thinks. So <laughs> I think, yes. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. The way Crunch Time works, and I'm going to have to turn down the volume because it is a little loud. The way Crunch Time works. 
the way crunch time works is that our guest will have one minute to answer as many of as uh captain cranium's questions as possible there are no wrong answers but the, the interviewee will be judged for their responses skipping a question loses a point are you ready i hope so captain cranium did you get the questions that i uh i dm'd you i did awesome all right on your mark get set go most anticipated warhammer 3 faction uh ogre kings grom or shrek throg favorite <laughs> order tide faction lizardmen favorite non-order tide faction orcs rome remastered or troy troy hmm. warhammer character you sim for lando calrissian best podcast in the world uh c-span <laughs> favorite faction in lore favorite faction what i couldn't hear you over rambles in lore ultramarines no strongest mage in warhammer the god emperor of course hmm. artonia or high elves throg sexiest character in warhammer fantasy princess leia Plan ahead or procrastinate? Procrastinate. <laughs> oh no! no! I didn't say you could stop. Keep going. Nope, nope. Your minute is over. Oh, Jarl, I'm so sorry. I laughed too hard over that question. You finished with the lowest score so far. Jarl, the Abbey and Way finished with a nice 12. Well done. Oh I, man! I don't care that I had the lowest score. I'm scoring it like it's golf. All right. No, those were some. That, those were some good responses. I was my goal was dying, my goal was to make was to make Captain Cranium trip over his own work. <laughs> <laughs> he almost did. Yo, when you said C-SPAN was your favorite, I just I died. I'm sorry. I couldn't handle that. That was good. <laughs> that was one of my prepared answers. I was like, please ask, please ask a stream question. Yikes. I was like, please. That was uh and I knew I wouldn't I knew I wouldn't be able to keep a straight face. I was hoping the question was gonna be um what's the only stream by Beavers for Beavers? And that was gonna be C SPAN hands down. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. God bless I America. Really try, I really tried oh, not using the same questions before. He says I um, used to work for C SPAN, so that's the best part of my day. You're welcome, Widowmaker. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so wild. Yeah, Razor <laughs> liked that too. That's great. Good to have you here, Razor. Rog. Oh, Holy man. shit. Oh, good stuff, my <laughs> Razor dude. Says, Razor says Rambles gets the mute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, yeah. Let's probably turn my mic down a little. Oh, well, sorry. I was getting a little too hype there. Oh, oh okay. No, that was a good one. That's probably like the most. That was probably, the, that was probably the most fun one. Oh, that was that was great. I think that'll make a good short. Let's hope so. Fingers crossed. Jarl. <laughs> yeah. You have all these spicy responses prepared for the nice uh, crunch time. You're clearly a veteran at shorts. I kind of want to know all about your channel and like when you <clears> started, <throat> when you started making amazing shorts. Tell it to me all. Let me bask in your knowledge. Okay, um, so I started my channel, I want to say two and a half years ago now, um, and I, I followed off of the success of uh, Heir of Carthage. 
um, very, very heavily involved in his community. And I just kind of got the idea of like, hey, you know what, maybe, maybe I can do a thing where he does his streams because he was starting to get regular with streaming on Tuesdays and Thursday evenings. And I'll just go after him. You know, like we'd make it a thing. He does, he does like the nine o'clock to eleven, and I'll start at eleven, go till one a.m. Oh, and that, yeah. okay, smart, and, smart. Uh, I, I still, I still occasionally follow his streams. I still do. Uh, shorts. I didn't even touch those until. Where is Captain Cranium going? <laughs> I didn't even touch shorts until um, until Linksy told me to in january i think it was january this year yeah linksy is from malta and although he complains about you know being from malta because he doesn't have too many advantages he did have access to shorts far earlier than the americans did so yeah, yeah he became an expert at them and he's definitely like the first guy i saw making shorts that's how i found his channel yeah um i found him because he contacted me on air carthage's discord oh no and way that's awesome yeah this is when he had about 400 subscribers um and he was just asking for permission to uh to to post as a content creator there um you know i set him up and then i started watching some of his stuff one day and i was instantly hooked like he's hilarious i i, I love his content and he's genuinely a good guy and what i love the most about him is that he doesn't put up with people's shit if, if people are giving him a bad time he shuts it down and i respect <laughs> somebody who can do that i really do yeah, no, I, I I should probably be a little harsher every now and then, but uh, I don't know. Razor Roger, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever read. Jarl has the vibes of an orgy of Richard Nixon, Larry King, Mark Hamill, Robin Williams, and Ryan Reynolds. Good shit, best shit. But I don't even know what to say, man. Wow, I didn't think this podcast could get any hotter than it already was. That was that was a little too much to handle, Razor. Yeah, I think I think oh, you're no! banished. <laughs> what the beautiful clothes? <laughs> What'd you say? Okay, sorry. Yikes! Are you wearing a kilt? Yes. <laughs> wow. Truly a man of dedication. It is, oh, it is too hot for for pants and i have more self-respect than to come here wearing only boxer briefs <laughs> you know what fair enough oh man <laughs> all right man of quality quality <laughs> is is you, it's it's implied the tea is too British. This is a this is American stream. Yeah, we, we drink coffee <laughs> here. Head, my Puerto Rican friend says a Mel Gibson quilt <laughs> added him to the orgy. Yikes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this is great. Yarl, there are two things yes. I love about your channel. You have <laughs> one of the funniest cameos of myself that I've ever seen in your introduction. And your shorts are amazing. Uh, which one of those do you want to dive into first? <laughs> uh, let's let's talk about the the shorts. Let's talk about shorts. No. Yeah, no. Your shorts are they're funny. They're really good. You put you can I can tell you put a ton of work into them. Like they're very well edited. You know what I mean? You're not lazy with your shorts, and I I really like that. They they really shine on your channel. You can tell almost all your shorts have close to a thousand or more views. You know. 
Yeah, they've been they've been dying down as more people use shorts though. That's what I've noticed. Oh, okay. I was wondering why your oldest shorts seem to perform so well. That makes yeah, a little that more was, sense. Again, that was that was the linksy hook because yeah. he told me to get into shorts early on, and like the second or third short I ever made got sixty thousand views and gave me five hundred subscribers. It was it was nuts. My my channel. Wow, tripled. that's incredible. And that was the um, that short specifically was the the ja Odysseus's javelin meltdown in Troy, and it's it's not even that great of a short. All I did was I took a clip from one of my battle replay videos of Odysseus just eating four volleys of javelins, getting his chariot rocked, and then him noping out of the battlefield. Yikes! <laughs> yeah, not very poggers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. You're the first one who's actually on the show who's actually had success with shorts. Uh, would you still really? attribute like shorts being very viable even now? Or would you recommend people kind of focus on other things since um, I don't know, the kind of kind of the, the I, uh, hotness of shorts is kind of past as far as I know. It yet. The hotness is done. The algorithm is now being abused by everybody, right? And mm -hmm. uh, I think on on those regards, I don't think shorts have as much value. The shorts I am making now are a million times better than the shorts I was making then. And I can't get past a thousand views anymore for my shorts. Um, which That's heartbreaking because, you know, um, I think you're right, Rambles. That is where I do most of my effort. But I, I don't I don't post the shorts looking for for for, well, I guess I do post them looking for views, but when I'm creating them, it isn't, I, I, I don't hang my hat on their success. When I'm creating them, I'm actually trying to practice video editing skills because I'd rather practice video editing in a short, which needs a lot of editing, than in, you know, like a 10 or 20 minute battle replay video. I want to pick up those skills in the shorts because then it's, it's an easy, short little project and I can post it up right away. And then... I'll have that skill to use later on in a regular video. So, uh, Widowmaker Booty, um, <laughs> they say this is stupid hashtag shit they added. You got to add hashtags in the video descriptions. It's stupid. I don't think he likes the hashtag idea, but have I've you been using the hashtags? I've seen other people use them. I tried a couple times, but I haven't I haven't seen how that actually works and YouTube doesn't communicate if that's helpful at all. You know, like I know Linksy has hashtags in every one of his videos. I know Eric Carthage does as well. Um, but like I mean nobody's searching hashtag Troy. You know, <laughs> like Well, I am right now. <laughs> I think yeah, I think maybe a grand total of two of my videos have have hashtags. It's all oh, yeah. The only thing that comes up is uh, the Troy movie and Spiffing Brits Total War Troy is a perfectly balanced game with no exploits. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I just feel like the lighting is not good. I, Dude, I ain't having are you just going to keep shitting on your own quality of work? Yeah, all the time. I'm always trying no, to improve, I guys. Change, I could change the level of brightness in my room with a with a remote. Does that help? Yes. Okay. Cool. I've, since we're all complaining about lighting, I feel like I have too much light in mine. Let me let me. 
There we go. Sorry, guys. Like, I just, you, I just hate how washed out my face looks all the time. It drives me nuts. It looks, it looks okay Shout right now. Being Caucasian. How yeah. pale can I look today? No, I just, I just look extra. I don't know what it is. I just look extra like greasy today. Unacceptable. Greasy. It's more so if because two people watch Warhammer content and both have different Warhammer YouTubers, but the same hashtag, it's more likely to be seen in the feed of your suggestions. Huh. Okay, that's interesting. See, I've never really gotten into that. That's what I expect that. tags to do. That's yeah. what I expect tags to tags do. Tags are dead, man. They haven't worked in, in years. Oh, man, I've been trying so hard on this. Okay. Yeah, no, don't worry about that. And you don't even have to try it. You can just put a whole bunch of tags in your, like, your upload defaults. And then mm -hmm. I changed like maybe two or three per upload, and I don't, I don't worry about it after that. Yeah, don't don't worry about tags. Okay. Okay. Yarl, I can tell you put a lot of work into your channel. You upload consistently. Uh, you made an intro that I think is hilarious, and uh, I I know on the episode we collabed in, you did you put a lot of work into that episode, and so I yes. think the only thing like that's really holding your channel back is thumbnails and so i think this is a good opportunity to kind of broach the topic of the thumbnail roast i awesome. uh did you did you watch the video that i put out I last think, night yes okay so you watched it already okay i'm honestly <laughs> captain craney do you want to say anything about thumbnails when rambles talks about thumbnails I become Prepared the biggest be snob ever. No, it's it's <laughs> disgusting. Actually, I have to. I do have to say something. Um, Go for it. Rambles when he first started talking to me and started looking at my channel. You know, all fifty of my subscribers. He uh, he told me like my thumbnails are alright, but they could be better. And I'm pretty sure he put that in a much harsher tone than I just explained it. But. <laughs> really it pushed me to be better i just realized so, i can't i can't share it over here i'll do it over here keep talking cranium sorry to interrupt so um when we go into this we're like we're trying to be more constructive than uh just purely critical mm -hmm. um so <laughs> these are good points and i'm just going to hand them off to rambles to, to let you know what we can do to improve to make your channel reached its highest potential with thumbnails all right for okay. those curious i just added the video that i made last night into the playlist in twitch and i'll put it in the youtube re-upload as well even though it's on the same youtube channel so y'all have probably seen it already uh yeah, i what just you made... should know is that he he released this video early just for me i was gonna <laughs> i was gonna put it off for a couple more weeks because I really need to make another meme video. My main channel is dying. <laughs> it's pretty sad. That's my my audience needs another meme video, or they may never come back. And I'm a little I'm a little worried about that. But uh, this video didn't take me that long to make, and I've been meaning to make it for a while. I just figured I could push it off for a couple more weeks. And this video just talks about like the most useful videos I've ever found on making thumbnails, and just kind of compiles them all together in a short playlist that hopefully is pretty informative. And I, I don't want to go I've into- Actually, I've watched, I've watched some of that playlist uh, before you even made the video yesterday. Oh, I, no way. I have, been, I have been trying to improve. I have been trying to improve my thumbnail game. So I, I found some of it useful. Nice, very good. I, uh, 
Yeah, I... Hmm. The thing is... It could take me a really long time to, like, just dive into these thumbnails. So, I think that's all I'm going to say. I... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into too much I'm gonna stop here actually <laughs> we're not we're gonna gonna excoriate you over all these thumbnails because there's a lot of okay. there's a lot of principles at the end of the day a thumbnail is a piece of art and art is very subjective but there's a lot of rules of thumb that help the thumbnail perform uh, as best as possible and your thumbnails violate quite a lot of rules of thumb and so I would advise you to check out that channel and see just how you could change your change your thumbnails and if you have any questions Rambles. feel free to dm Rambles. me afterwards because I, I don't want to look like the biggest asshole ever rambles rambles you're rambling first of all which is on point but second of all you don't need to hold anything back i can take a hit are you sure are you sure yeah, i'm sure Yarl the if, Abbey if way. You, are wait. you ready for this if you can't if you can't enjoy making fun of yourself then you don't know comedy I am, before I you even this. told me your favorite chaos god was Nurgle, I knew it was Nurgle because Nurgle has blessed your thumbnails. That's how ugly they are. Your thumbnails <laughs> are the worst thing to happen to the gaming community since Horse Armor and the Blood for the Blood God DLC. Absolutely <laughs> appalling. Okay. Um, One of my thumbnails actually is Nurgle, so that's great. <laughs> I like that your face is in this thumbnail. I, I think you should Photoshop the edges off. Of, around your face I, I don't have photoshop and i don't know how to do that keep going uh, pin tool it's the last video in my playlist like pewdiepie talks about it and the pin tool functions similarly across a lot of different programs i don't know if it's in gimp or not uh so that's one thing two you want to keep your text to four words or less preferably it's okay to have more every now and then but you want to try going for four words or less if it's in your thumbnail and uh uh yeah I don't know. Most of this text is good. Three, you got to avoid putting any important pertinent information behind that pesky timestamp. So see right here, you have the words live gameplay, but gameplay is cut off by that three hour long timestamp. Do you see what I'm talking about? Yep. And uh, so like someone who's not immediately going to know, oh, hey, this says live gameplay. It's going to be like, wait, what? And uh, ch -ch -ch -ch. no wasted space. So... Mm, say this one for instance throwback thursday rome 2 total war galatia campaign i don't know what the background's supposed oh, to be that in. i didn't even try i was so exhausted i'm just like i'm i'm throwing shit together i don't care okay uh <laughs> so when in doubt use faces that's rule number five when in doubt use faces that's why i do like having your face here it's a little small it's kind of hard to see but i do like that your face is in these thumbnails i think that's a point in your favor uh but you want to have another face so this one is close to a better thumbnail because uh You've got like this unit right here, how to be a larger, tr larger force. And so you can kind of see like, hey, that thumbnail sort of complements the title, which is very good. You want the title thumbnail combination to to add to each other. You never want your title to replicate the thumbnail. So see this one right here. Uh, I love that this video. I think this is actually a great concept for a stream. It's actually it's actually brilliant. But the controller, which is the key part of this thumbnail, is kind of hidden behind the timestamp. And so you want the thump, the controller prominently displayed. Uh, Rome remastered with a controller. And then the text says with a controller. So this is a six point right here. Uh, the text is duplicating what the title says. Whereas you want the title thumbnail combo to complement each other. And uh, 
add to a better product. Does that make so sense? So that's a good thing. No. Oh, yeah. What I'm I, saying is a good thing, no, but what you're doing isn't, because you just repeated, you just repeated the text from the from the title in the in the thumbnail. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like a better if you still insist on having text in here, I, a better thing would be to say like, "Can it be done?" Or like, "It's impossible" in all caps, and uh, and to put like a make the make it the controller more prominent if you can i don't know what kind of software you use for these thumbnails you might want to put like a glow around prominent objects like say this controller so that it really pops out more because the a problem is a lot of people don't even view thumbnails on um they don't even view thumbnails on here they view them on mobile which they're even smaller on mobile and uh yeah i'm at like seven points right now i think I touched on just about everything that I could think of the other day. There's probably one or two I'm missing, but that's probably not even not even a huge stuff. So, Captain Creative. Of, on the note of program, the program I'm using is a website, uh, Canva, C-A-N-V-A dot com. It's actually made video, I'm sorry, picture editing so much easier for me because the interface itself is easy to use and it's free. I'm using, it as a free service. Um, and... You have to keep in mind, like, two years ago, I wasn't even trying to make thumbnails. I didn't even use them. <laughs> so this is this is a huge improvement from where I was. <clears throat> <laughs> okay, so that's, that's a good point. What's up, What's up, Cranium? Don't let me interrupt you. I'm looking up Canva right now. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. I, I've never heard of Canva, but I personally use GIMP, which is also a free service that is like Photoshop Lite. So I would highly recommend just downloading that, getting to figure it out a little bit. Look up a couple of tutorial videos, and I'm pretty sure you'll start making way better stuff. And if I do, if I'm going to say one thing. I think your your uh, thumbnail for the love that Cyclops short. Yeah, that was a good probably one. Probably like your best one. I was thinking the same thing, Cranium. Because that's it hits all the points that you need to do. You got the Cyclops as your base. Let me see if I can find it. But you also it. have hearts, love, like little love there notes it on right it. Here. It's perfect. It's perfect. Um, and it doesn't have any of the, the title to it. So probably something that would make it even better is if you were to somehow crop that Cyclops out, put a border on it, and then um, add a, a heart a little bit off of that border. But that's that's just my personal opinion. Uh, Rambles can put any more input on that, but no, yeah, I'm that's, done. That's I'm done being best. a thumbnail snob. I don't like this segment anymore. This bit needs to stop. It's time to move on. Uh, <laughs> All right, it needs to continue. This is the biggest part, and I I live by the fact that thumbnails need to be better. Yeah. So I mean, the thing is, like, YouTube is so saturated. It's so hard to get people just to click on your video, even if. Yeah. you've put so much work into the editing you know what i mean and mm -hmm. uh on facebook you probably don't even have to try because because people know each other so when they share something the shareability on facebook is insane when they share something people may not judge a book by its cover it's like oh hey but my friend liked this but on youtube you know it's a whole bunch of strangers and so mm -hmm. you know it's hard to get your content shared so your thumbnail has to be what what gets people excited about it uh ch -ch -ch. anyway that's why i'm very passionate about thumbnails i think it's one of the only things that gives smaller creators a competitive edge nowadays 
And, Hold uh, on a second, Razor, Razor, I completely disagree with you. I actually had this conversation with Cranium before we started this journey. <laughs> he said, Razor Rogers says Cranium radiates top energy. Ramble was complaining earlier that he couldn't set it up so that I was on, on top of uh, Cranium. And Cranium's like, eh, it's okay, I'm flexible. I'm like, you know what? I never really considered you much of a top. <laughs> Dang. Thank you, Grumpy Cat. Thank you. All right. Captain Cranium, what say you in your defense? You've been convicted of being a bottom. I'm easy. <laughs> and he just rolls over and takes it. That's oh. a bottom answer right there. <laughs> All I can say is you're a great co-host, okay? Oh, man. Oh, great. Another bottom thing you've accused me of. Oh, man. <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. <laughs> Yikes. All right. You know what? You know what? I'm going to take this fortune on this uh, Taco Bell sauce. Oh, makes me happy. Makes me happy. <laughs> makes me happy. <laughs> I, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Oh, man. Jarl, do you have a... Jarl. Uh, Jarl, if you have any questions for us, feel free to chime in. And Cranium, if you have any questions, before I, I dive into something that's pretty off topic, feel free to go for it. Oh, Jarl? Yeah. Do you have anything? No, I, I, uh, I asked this of Brambles earlier on his stream, and I'll go ahead and I'll ask you, have you had um, Wendy's breakfast yet? <laughs> no, I don't really go for fast food breakfast because I'm... As, as I get older, my body does not like having certain types of foods. Like, I've been kind of avoiding breakfast altogether lately. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But uh, I get a recommendation if it's worth waking up for, because this is a guy who usually wakes up when breakfast at fast food restaurants is over. So same, same, same. So I mean, except when I'm working, then I just go straight to work. I don't have time to stop. Yeah. Um. But I asked this on the the crunch time, but I've totally forgotten. So I apologize. But did you say Troy or Rome remastered? I think he said Troy. Troy. I did say Troy. So I've actually been getting back into Troy, and uh, I've actually been enjoying it. Been playing as Ajax. Um, what do you think Troy does well over? What the fuck? All right, I'm just going to ignore that. Um, <laughs> what do you think Troy does better than the other Warhammer? Or sorry, Total War games do. Um. That's tough, but I, I, I'm going to go with the the artistic design in particular. Has uh, they they say what you will about their decision to go for the truth behind the myth and skirting the line between fantasy and history? Um, they stuck with it, right? They right. they really focused on it and they went with that very hard. Um, and because they had that unity of vision, um, the the product itself turns out very, I think, very good. Um, I wish they had gone more in the fantasy end, personally, than, than trying to skirt the line. But regardless of that, the artistic direction from there was, I felt, phenomenal. The I'll spend, every once in a while, I'll just spend like 15 minutes zoomed in on the campaign map, moving around all over the place, just looking at things, and, and ooing and aahing at the, the Greek pottery-esque background, or the, um, the crumpled paper mountains in the fog of war that you can't see yet. The day-night cycle on the campaign map 
Um, the entire experience itself is actually, I think, really, really good. Um, other than that, the reason why I picked Troy over Rome Remaster is because Troy is where my channel is grown. Um, oh. I, I, I show a lot of Troy videos out of necessity, and Troy's been good to me, so I'm being good to Troy, if that makes sense. Uh, no, I totally get it. Yeah, uh, Rome Remaster, also really good. I spent a lot of time in it the last couple of weeks. And um, the thing that impressed me most about Rome Remaster is Feral Interactive's team. Um, I never imagined that me, some schmuck with like 890 subscribers, uh, would be contacted by game developers. I figured if I needed anything about this, about the this, um, you know, this early access, I would have to go out and find them, and then maybe they'll get back to me in forty-eight hours or not. <laughs> you know, like I'll call you, you don't have to call me, kind of thing. But no, they would reach out to me while I was streaming and be like, "Hey, how are you handling this? How how's uh, how are the merchants going? Have you tried multiplayer? You know, things like that." I'm just like, I'm I'm shocked, and the reason why is because of their. I never expected that kind of attention to detail, and it shows how much they care about the product that they've that they've been handed. They were essentially handed um, Creative Assembly's baby, right? They were handed right. Creative Assembly's baby, and they they treated it like such. And they wanted to make sure that that they really want to make sure about the quality of their product. So even though it's had a shaky couple of days here to start with, I think people are going to start seeing that shine through with Feral Interactive and and. The product is only going to get better right yeah i've been having a little bit of issues deciding if i want to get rome remastered or not because it's a what is it? it's like 30 bucks maybe even 40 i can't remember um but it still runs on that what 2002 engine which is a, i guess now it's been kind of like redeveloped for a mobile type engine uh but I don't know. I have a hard time justifying spending money when I don't have a lot of money to spend anymore. So the the era of Rome Remaster really interests me, but I I just don't feel like personally it'd be worth the investment for me until it like goes on sale and I can get it for like I don't know twenty ten dollars something. Like I would that. say it's definitely worth the sale price. I think it's worth the price it's at right now. Um, really, yeah. but I also and every time I say. Every time I give my recommendation for a remaster, I have to add that caveat of I was I was like 17, 18 years old when Rome 1 came out. I have a lot of very fond memories of that game. So I know nostalgia is coloring my opinion, mm -hmm. but I still think it's worth the money today. Right. Interesting. And so I want to shift back to Troy because that's one I have a little bit more experience with right now. Yeah, Troy. I can <laughs> so, talk about I've been looking for stuff on Troy for like a solid week now. Um, there is not a lot of videos about it. There's not a whole lot of guides as compared to like if you go to Warhammer, you got legendary guides, you have first 20 turn guides, you have um, certain factions, special unit guides, you have everything for Warhammer. Yeah, Troy, there's absolutely nothing. There's a few people who've done stuff, but for the most part, there's it's it's kind of an empty. Uh, I think I is Troy YouTuber. 
I actually do. I, think I'm the, I think I'm the biggest Troy YouTuber. Um, Admiral Price was on was on it for a little while, and then he, after after one really bad day of multiplayer streams, he was like, "I'm never playing Troy again on my channel." And I was like, "Okay, I guess that makes me the king." Here we go. <laughs> Hey, and all of a sudden, now, you're all just like, here we go, buddy. <laughs> hey, but now uh, Admiral Price, he's right He's right under uh, Volan's wing. Volan's like, hey, hey, buddy. Hey, you, I hear you don't like Creative Assembly's games. I got you, man. I got you. Hang with me. Ride with me. <laughs> I actually I have to, I have to uh, you know, full disclaimer, I actually think uh, Admiral Price is a very sweet guy. Um, <laughs> he's... He, he's been very kind to me um and you know it's he's doing i feel like he's catching a lot of flack for 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 what looks like negativity because he's making his thumbnails and his titles about negativity because he knows negativity gets clicks yeah no i no That's i don't true. i don't care i'm just joking around man like yeah i was joking okoy made a video where he made a doom stack of uh a meme stack of those pigs from Rome Remastered, and yes, you can only use them to shake off elephants. And so it's yes. like uses an actual unit that's a plays an actual strategy game where units have very specific purposes. Oh, coy, this is useless. And someone called me Volant in the comments. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, oh my gosh, I've become Volant. Oh no. Oh my gosh. Um, Sorry, I, just I like Bolin. I'm just, I'm, I'm just kind of joking around, man. I don't think I'm a better cat girl than Widowmaker's booty is. Razor Roger. I don't think I am. I don't know. I mean, with a name like Widowmaker Booty, uh, he's it's hard to go wrong there. Yeah. Good <sighs> cat girl. <laughs> but uh, sorry, just to finish my thought with the Troy thing. Since it is kind of an empty market, and you're the only one really. <laughs> pushing for stuff do you think there's going to be even more growth once uh total war troy comes to steam that's what i'm hoping on like i'm hanging my hat on that i'm really really hoping because i know that there's a population of total war players out there that are basically refusing to touch troy because it, it's epic game only um and i do not blame people for making that choice i think you know everybody needs to do their own research before they do anything with the epic game store um and i'm hoping praying honestly that when it comes to to steam a bunch of people are going to pick it up and start playing it because what i've noticed about total war fans and their reaction to troy is there's a lot of people who are like man this game is just garbage and those are the same people who haven't played it because they don't want to get the epic game store again their choice but the ones who pick, who picked it up when it was for free for a day, or the people who have bought it since then, um, they and they play it for about an hour. Usually, the the response I get from them is like, "Hey, this is actually this is actually pretty fun. I'm actually kind of enjoying this. This isn't at all what I expected." Um, but the the most incredible thing that I've seen out of the Epic Game Store launch, I think this is the the silver lining to that cloud, is that there's a lot, and I do mean a lot of new players to total war people who have never played total war before got um troy because it was free or they just picked it up because they already owned epic games and it's a worldwide audience too and a lot of people are getting into the troy multiplayer and they've never played a total war game before um which makes me wonder am i only good at multiplayer because everybody else here is a noob 
Because <laughs> I am I am hot trash in Warhammer multiplayer, let me tell you. I am god-awful. I'm actually really looking forward to seeing a whole bunch of, you know, diehard Total War fans buy Troy in, we think, August. We don't know when, but we think it'll be August. Yeah, and and then all of a sudden it's just like the the, the difficulty curve is going to go skyrocketing. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I've got yeah. a lot. I've got a lot of thoughts, but I I, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, so I went into Troy with the Warhammer mindset, you know, just like try and conquer everything. Uh, that does not work. Troy is so different compared to Warhammer. But I I go back between the two because Troy and Thrones of Britannia are the only historical titles I have. And both of those, the whole Total War community thinks are garbage. <laughs> then I have the Warhammer ones. The Warhammer um, community thinks, thinks Troy is garbage. I think other Total War fans are, are pretty okay with Troy, other than the Epic Games sort of thing. Yeah, and my point with it is, Troy, I, the reason I've been falling in love with it so much lately is because uh, you have to use diplomacy or else you're probably going to fail. Uh, like, yeah. you have... <laughs> yeah. You have resources that are spent for various different things. You have gold and bronze and food that can be used for units, uh, uh, trading, like you have all this other stuff. You have wood and stone for building things. And you can only have so much of it before you're just declared like a rising threat in the world and everyone starts declaring war on you. Yeah. So you need allies, and I found that when you take over a land that's close to your ally, you can gift that land to the ally, and then you can barter with them, and it just helps you move faster in the campaign, because all of suddenly, you don't need land to get these resources. You use your allies to get the resources, and they also make armies with that, too. So it's... I can't tell you, I can't tell you how many times I'm in the campaign, and I'm like, ah, dang it, I need 300 more wood. The first words out of my mouth when that happens is, okay, who loves me as I open up the diplomacy mm -hmm. tab? Um, mm -hmm. If you're playing as a Trojan, um, the first thing you do always, or I always do, is I go straight to King Priam in Troy, and I'm like, hey, uh, you're not using that 5,000 gold which is an absurd amount of gold to have. Can can you hit a guy up? He'll give you stuff. Like, no, not ask for anything back. He'll be like, yes, I'm totally happy just to give you that 400 wood. And mm -hmm. it, to me, it actually makes, it, it, it isn't, I don't see it as an exploit so much as like a, an added layer of depth to diplomacy. The barter system, I think, is genius, and I need to see it in other Total War games. The multiple resource game, where it's more than just your, what what is it for Warriors of Chaos? Your your dark favor, or or yeah, your, something like that. It, it's it's having having multi, uh, sorry having total war games on a single resource track is something they've been shifting further and further away from. And I liked Warhammer to some of those campaigns where they start introducing. Oh, now you need amber, even though the Wood Elf stuff with amber was kind of a complete joke, right? For a long time. Um, it showed that they were trying, and they're like, maybe we could keep spinning the wheels, wheels here and see what else we can come up with. So diplomacy in Troy, I think, is phenomenal. I like I like the the campaign influences in in each game. You said that it's it's hard to just like try and conquer the entire map if you're playing as uh, who is Ajax, and I think you're right. Yeah. Ajax, it really matters who who his friends are, because um, he's like right in the middle of the map where if you get in a war with the, the amazons they make a 
uh, like align straight to you. They just flow past all the rest of their enemies and they take you out. And this is first experience from yesterday. <laughs> Every campaign, they were making a beeline for Athens. The mm -hmm. is usually in Greece within the first ten turns. It's it's yeah. not. Um, but if you're playing as Dardania, if you're playing as Aeneas, you can conquer the map. You just you just take over the whole dang thing. Um, just don't tick off your Trojan allies. Right. Uh, it, it, right. It, it's all there. Sarpedon, same thing. He can take over the entire his entire portion of the map. Um, Sparta, I love this uh, uh, campaign mechanic. He um, he can recruit units from his allies' roster. Oh, I didn't know that. So if you're if you're sitting here going, man, I really like Sparta, but man, I just wish I had more you know sneaky units with javelins. Ally with Odysseus, and now you can globally recruit Odysseus's units. Anything that he can recruit, you can recruit. That's interesting. I did not know that. So I got to make a dream team of all my favorite like multiplayer um, units in my Sparta campaign, where I was like, oh, I did, I did manage to get like one Trojan um, culture ally. So now I've got I've got like some of the Trojan spearmen. I've got um, some of Odysseus's javelins and stock units. I've got um, the club warriors from Mycenae, and I just have this this quilt of like the best units in the game with Menelaus and you can do anything at that point. You have a good enough army, you have a good enough leader. It's, it's very similar to Warhammer. You can go on a steamroll. That's, that's pretty cool. And do you think they're going to implement some of these ideas with like a stronger emphasis on diplomacy? Um, maybe some factions can't vassalize or something like that with Warhammer 3? Or do you think they're going to stick closer to the, the formula that's already been set up for the last two games? I think um, with Warhammer 3 in particular, they have a system that works, and it would be silly of them to try and, and veer too far off course. That said, Creative Assembly has shown how much they're willing to learn from each team. Um, especially especially. Sophia, which made Troy. Um, the Sophia office made Troy, and they built it off of, you know, the success of Warhammer. They built it off the Warhammer engine. And they started experimenting with other things, and they, they borrowed aspects of uh, Three Kingdoms diplomacy. They borrowed aspects of Warhammer's campaign and multiplayer. The multiplayer is very, very similar to, to Warhammer multiplayer. Just no magic. Um... And yeah, I, I I I expect that they're going to try some new things in Warhammer Three, obviously, and I think that they will borrow from some of the other successful successful titles. Um, I would love to see Troy's diplomacy in Warhammer. I that would blow my mind. That'd be awesome. Yeah, and Razor Roger just commented about that too. So uh, yeah, I think we're all hoping for better diplomacy in Warhammer Three. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I like. That's what I really like about that. That's what it is about Warhammer and Troy Total Wars in particular that I like so much is the role playing game aspect of it. And I want them to go more and more into that. Like Three Kingdoms in particular really leaned into the, the characters, right? And that makes sense because the Three Kingdoms storyline is very character driven. Same with Troy, very character driven. I'm actually, I'll tell you, the, the next Total War game that I am most excited about that. We have no reason to expect yet, but we can hope and pray for is the next Chopin. Because if they use the same kind of character driven plot or the character driven um, 
focus, I should say, that was in like Three Kingdoms and Troy and even Warhammer to an extent, if they double down on that, I think Shogun 3 will be a phenomenal game. And I'm really, really looking forward to that. Noise. Okay. Sorry, just one last thing and then I'm going to shut up because I have I've been I've become the the Captain Rambles in this yeah, last like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Saying you're a bottom. Come on, get out of here. Um uh, all right. Okay, well, what's up? Okay, what's uh, up, Crady? <laughs> Sorry. Um so one thing I also really like in Troy and I think it's in Three Kingdoms. I don't know. I haven't played that one. Uh, when you have two lords fighting each other in the midst of, like, uh, infantry, the infantry makes a, like, a little fighting circle, like a little mosh pit for the lords to fight in, and they oh, don't yeah. get involved in it. I would personally like that in Warhammer, just because then that way, um, you can't just get, like, a melee lord stuck in a bunch of infantry and then have, like, someone else snipe them yeah um that would totally take that aspect away and then people have to like reinvent like all right so how do we, are we going to take care of this legendary lord like Grimgor? i worry that that will change the warhammer multiplayer scene too much um actually the warhammer battle scene might change too much if they try to implement that because they they've had it working as it is in one and two for as long as they have i don't know that they'll put it in three um but i'll tell you what it makes for very entertaining battles um i had a 2v2 the other the other day i was playing as diomedes of argos and my ally and i my ally was playing as, as uh, uh ajax the great salamis he didn't bring ajax but he was playing that army um we had just beaten thia and ithaca so that's achilles and odysseus odysseus was completely out all of the the um, the Thians were completely out, but but Achilles has Unbreakable, so he was the only unit left, and the the player was like one v one me, take me on, let's do this. And I have Diomedes at like half health, and I'm dealing with a, a fully healthy Achilles. I'm like Diomedes doesn't have a chance, but you know what? This has been a fun fight. Why not? Let's go for it. And my ally is like, no, I'm not letting you do that. I'm like, dude, we already won. Let the guy have his jollies. Like, it's okay, it's a for fun 2v2, but here we are in the middle of the woods, here's Diomedes and here's Achilles, and here's all of Ajax's swordsmen. <laughs> Perfect circle all around us, and they're like, you see, even when your general has no honor, your troops do. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, you did bring up some good points. Diomedes oh, did that fight, by the way. I didn't realize Achilles had been on a chariot, so he had half of his normal health pool. And I managed a victory with Diomedes. I was oh! I felt like a hero. There you go. Damn. Yeah, I just quoted Razor Roger right there. Yep. Argos, let's go. Yeah, Razor Roger. Argos is absolutely one of my top, like, top three favorite factions in that game. Absolutely. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. I saw a picture of Ajax, and I was just like, I can get behind that, and I think that's the reason why I came back. Is it the picture where where he's doing like the water cooler lean on his shield? Yep, it's like the fully rendered where you can see like the body hair like creeps back. <laughs> the first time, the first time, um, Creative Assembly showed off that picture of Ajax. I think it's just like his character portrait. He's leaning against mm -hmm. the shield. I was watching on their on their Twitch. I lost it. I was like, look at cool dude Ajax here, just like. <laughs> 
So, uh, his giant ass beard is like dreaded too because of the sea salt. Like, that was that's kind of cool, but at the same time, just like, the funny thing is, though, as much as I love the character design, Ajax is the worst hero in the game in multiplayer. He is hot trash, he is so bad. I don't play multiplayer in any of these games. I think the only time I played multiplayer was against Rambles and uh, a group of other people when he first started streaming. I'm going to do a live representation of his boulder throw ability using my remote. He wants to throw over there. He, he grabs his boulder, he picks it up, and he chucks. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's just like that in campaign. And the Cyclops, I don't know what I don't know how it's they could have gotten it so wrong because the Cyclops he throws like Brett Favre, like laser accuracy, ten dead soldiers right there, and Ajax is like I throw like Michael Vick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. ball goes that way. Oh dang! Hey, are you a are are you a uh, oh gosh Philly fan, Eagles um, fan? Yes and no. Um, I'm not. I'm not that into to football anymore. I'm really not. But um, I can say that I grew up a Cowboys fan um, until I was old enough to realize that I was killing my parents' relationship because my my mother was a Cowboys fan, my father was a Redskins fan. <laughs> Having grown up in Blacksburg, Virginia, where Virginia Tech is, and my last year living in Blacksburg was Michael Vick's last year as a student at Virginia Tech. I just decided, hey, I'm going to follow Michael Vick to whatever team he goes to. So I spent a good portion of my life being an Atlanta Falcons fan. And I stayed with the Falcons after Vick left because forget him, dogfighting, uh-uh, not having any more of it. So I really did Dang. not like the Eagles. Someone doesn't believe in the like redemption arcs. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, he did all right with, with – um, with Philadelphia, I suppose, but Ooh. he didn't get them. He didn't get them any titles. But I will say this: living in Philly for the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl run was a complete joy, an absolute delight. Like being a part of that that city, just absolutely celebrating, has been so good. And I can say, since living here, I've I've come to really appreciate the local the local sports teams, in particular. The Philadelphia Flyers and their mascot, Gritty. Gritty is so dear to my heart. I love Gritty. You guys are looking like looking like you don't know who Gritty is. I have no idea. Not oh even the God, first guys. clue. You need to look him up right now and look at his picture. That's all you need to do is just look at his face. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I'm typing in right now. When they, when they first... When they first released Gritty as a mascot, <laughs> this is like five years ago. When they first said, okay, this is our okay. new mascot. I've seen it. When they first did that, Philadelphia's immediate response is, oh, God, it's it's awful. What have they done? Oh, no. And then it hit the, you know, the nationwide scene, and everybody in the country started going, oh, God, Gritty, he's awful. What have they done? And all of Philadelphia immediately went, you don't get to say that about our boy. We love our cheesesteak eating hog. You give him back to us. He's ours. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, man. It's basically the child of gaming rambles and Captain Cranium. Yes. No! Yeah, I, no! I, I can get behind that. I can get behind that. All right. Yarl. Ginger? I, uh, are you okay if I ask, like, a personal question on the stream? Please. Okay. Please. So, 
in some of your older content, are, are you still married? Uh -huh. Yes. In... I knew this was coming. I'm glad. Okay. I was going to tell you to ask me about it if you didn't. Okay. Um. So you you had your wife react to some of your content, and I've just mm -hmm. like I know my fiance really wants to be more involved with my channel, and I'm just a little apprehensive about kind of showing her off to the internet because the internet's a little crazy. So I was just wondering like what your thought process was, and like if you ever have any like I don't know how you feel about that. You know what I mean? Okay. I I I I'd love to answer that question, but what you really want to ask me about? Okay. Is... Okay. Is is how I have a girlfriend and a wife. <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to ask that. <laughs> I I imagine it's like okay. okay the the episode I saw with your girlfriend was from like a long time ago so I figured you know that ship sailed crashed and burned uh but I I live in a very uh, uh yeah <laughs> so I've been I've been married for almost five years uh five year anniversary is June 11th. And since being a part of that relationship, um, both my wife and I have been growing into polyamory, uh, which is Ooh. basically this this acceptance of we we have enough love in our hearts to give, and so long as we are open and communicative and share, and don't don't do anything that would harm each other, we can have the same deal with other people as well. It's a route. So, it's a route. Yes. Uh, no, I've I've had I want to say five or six girlfriends since I've been married, and some of the some of the relationships don't go so well. Some of them go great, and you can say that of anybody's relationship, even if you're monogamous instead of polyamorous. Man, it's, wow! I didn't. It's, it's just having more more relationships. On onto your question though, and we can come back to this topic Ooh. if you want. Um, the putting putting my girlfriend on my channel has been enjoyable for me. Um, it also gets a ton of views. Before <laughs> I got involved in shorts, um, the most viewed content I ever had was was stuff I had done with my ex girlfriend, who I don't talk to anymore. And um, and it was it was it was good quality stuff because she's a very bouncy personality who got really involved and knows how to work an audience. She's an actress. So putting her in front of those videos was a very, very positive experience and generated a lot of interest. Um, by that same extension, my wife is a totally different person. And her reactions to some of these videos is a lot more um, a lot more uh, subdued. Cerebral, like she wants to talk about the 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 history of it. She has a history degree. She wants to talk about the um, the behind the scenes aspect. She doesn't get you know jumping out of the chair excited because Grom the Ponch is showing off his big belly. <laughs> you know, like that's the difference. So so long as you if that's you have an understanding of how if you have an understanding of how um, how she's going to react. I think you should. And the big reason, I think the biggest reason why I, I, I pulled so heavily and I, I worked so hard to get, you know, my wife and my girlfriends involved with my videos is because the total war scene has been so heavily and toxically masculine for too long. I, I, I want more women to come and enjoy this game. And that only happens if we as a community mm. can be more accepting of women in this game. Hmm. Yarl, we have all have access to YouTube analytics. I'm kind of curious. 
What is your ratio for your channel? It's like 99% men. Okay, okay, okay. I am winning, baby! Let's go! Yes! Oh, Boys! What's yours? Uh, What's yours? Hold on, because I can 98. look it up right now. <laughs> 98. Uh, let's find out for sure. Let's find out for sure. Oh, man. Yo, uh, I'm not going to lie, though. I did not expect that line of questioning at all. Like, I, I might be way too vanilla for this conversation, my man. <laughs> oh, my no, gosh. Okay. You, you kind of you have to be. You're, you work for the government. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Big I, oof. I don't know. F I'm, in chat, please. I'm very vanilla compared to other people I know in yeah. my job. It, honestly, I'll be I'll be I'll be really straight and honest to to your chat right now. Polyamory is not for everyone. I tried <laughs> to force it on people that it wasn't good for, and they they still think that they're good for it. Every relationship is different and unique and you have to approach it in that direction or else it'll never work and you have to be honest you have to be honest and not everybody is ready to be on that honest that honest gosh you know what I'm darn it no i'm back to 99 percent, boys you hate to see it uh, it may have something both sexist it may have Sex. something okay, to do with go. uh my my beautiful <laughs> fiance who will probably kill any women who uh show too much interest in me and my and my channel so it, it do be like that sometimes so okay, I, okay I we, we can change question. the subject we can change the I, subject no, i have one more question one more question on this line of thought all right all right all right yarl yes <sighs> are you a mormon no okay <laughs> <laughs> that was true uh, just what? to be perfectly clear polygamy is not polyamory and um the way polygamy approaches approaches relationships is the bad way right it is it, it it basically says that women have no say in the relationship whatsoever and that's not cool what is cool is that you know my my wife's boyfriend could come over once a week and the three of us can hang out play board games and have a great time dude that's so wild i'm sorry man i'm just i'm having a very hard time wrapping my mind around this uh by the way i'm at i'm at 100 percent male right now Apparently my girlfriend stopped watching my channel. No, I sometimes sometimes my channel will say the same thing and I'm like, what happened? I literally well, my fiance wants to watch every single one of my videos before I make them public. So, I think I think um I think a good portion of it is is I think I think Google defaults most profiles to male and not everybody links their YouTube to their actual Google account, to their actual Google account. So I, I have a theory that I have a theory that there's actually, you know, far more women enjoying my content than than zero percent <laughs> but i want to make i want if i can have any influence with my position i want to use that influence to make total war a space for everybody not just not just dudes who look like us a man can only dream no i really do i really do try to not try not to isolate audiences because you know like i want obviously I'm catering to males in my demographic. Like that's my primary audience yeah. and that will probably always be that way. But I don't want someone who's old or female to show up to my channel and be like disgusted and uh, you know, just leave right away. You know what I mean? And that, that is a big reason why I try not to cuss on the channel. So uh, I don't I don't know if your parents were ever like this, but my parents are still like this to this day where they, they're so 
anti-cussing if i ever like cussed about anything growing up with them they wouldn't care about a word i said only the fact that i cussed and they would just completely uh -huh. disregard my message and uh i think it's i think it's disrespectful i don't like it like that response to cussing i don't like it you know if yeah. someone cusses around me i'm cool with them but uh but i understand that there's a group of people like my parents out there a large group of wealthy people who just have no they have no time of day for anyone who cusses and so i uh i, I just i put this into the chat uh you if you have netflix please watch history of swear words um hosted by by nicholas cage yikes oh my gosh <laughs> it's it's a fantastic it's it's a it is a documentary it goes it's it's comedy at the same time but it goes into the history of swear words and and just how they've evolved and what it means for us and where where the future of swear words can go i i actually uh, i'm similar to you rambles i don't like swearing on my channel um i try not to i picked that up as a habit from watching a lot of bear of carthage who is a family guy older than me and he he just has a philosophy of non-toxicity he just wants he i, just wants people I to be hate able to, seth mcfarlane whenever someone says family guy i think of the the opposite of someone who's supposed to be a family guy <laughs> oh 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 i said family guy i know what you mean yeah yeah okay. no, I my mind just I went there all of a sudden um, i'm sorry for cutting you off yeah no, i was no, really I, like I, what I, the hell <laughs> I, had the, I was like he had that reaction i went straight to the chat like what are mm -hmm. they saying now mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> those plebs <laughs> no um but no no I, I i don't like cursing on my channel because air carthage has shown it's possible to build two hundred and fifty thousand subscribers in a 12 year channel and and not swear um and it's not because i have anything against swear words it's because i've seen in his community just how kind it is kind just there are there are a few like you know troublemakers that show up once in a while, but that's one of the reasons why I'm an admin on his server. I get them the f out. That's wild. Yeah, I had something to say, and I can't remember what it was. All right, um, I uh, man, I feel like I'm not. I feel like we should start to wrap it up a little. Uh, this I'm has trying been to think probably like the questions. most interesting meme stream interview we've had. It's been pretty I'm wild. Not I'm not gonna lie. It's been really nice having someone with a webcam too. I mean, yeah. the, the uh, that's one of the problems behind the show is most memers don't have webcams and they aren't ready for face reveals. But those are yeah. those are the people I'm trying to reach out to on the show. So I don't. Maybe it's counterintuitive. Maybe we'll never get anywhere with the show. But there are some big names on. Uh, the internet who make meme videos who i'd like to get on here at some point you know oh yeah oh yeah it's just, it may be a slow I, start i can say like it is it is very refreshing to be able to collaborate with with other people who do the same thing as me so having the ability to just go nuts throw on cat ears and just talk to you two is an absolute treat and an enjoyment um i make my best stuff when i have people to interact with and i don't know if you've been to my streams but people don't show up so i don't tend to have very many people to interact with yo you can't be saying that man you gotta okay like there's not many people watching right now but in the youtube re-upload they don't know that okay right, like right. You, you gotta play it off you gotta be like <laughs> yo <laughs> this oh, is we'll this is the hottest stream on the internet right now i don't know why people are missing out on it 
You know Widowmaker what I mean? Booty, please be sure to clip this so that he can't just edit it out. I'm sorry, what was that? Yeah, uh, Lisa Roger knows what I'm talking about. There it is. There it is. Thank the, you. Usually this the only parts <laughs> Usually the only parts I edit out are when like we're struggling to form a question or there's just a bunch of dead space and stuff like that. That's usually what I edit I out. Hate dead space. I hate dead space. I always fill it. I always fill it. Like, no no no. There's gotta be noise. I I've never played Dead Space, so I don't know. <laughs> Uh, good, good response good response uh, yeah give me a, give me a, a hey, mercy clap speaking please. of older video games i hear that jarl the yeah. appian way used kotor as his gateway drug into larping knights of the old republic did you know that that game is mobile now yes i've known dude I, okay. I played through it i played through it on tablet so the first one's been mobile for a while the second one became yeah. mobile not that long ago i was right. bored out of my mind in the field the other day and i saw it and i was like oh heck yeah and uh, I'm trying to play a run where I don't use a lightsaber with my main character. That's, so, that's where our tax dollars are going to. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, I probably shouldn't say this out loud. So much of our time is wasted, though. So much of our time is wasted. You wouldn't even believe it. It's absurd. No, no. I, I know. I know. But like I told you before, I had family in the military before. <laughs> um, sorry. So I remember what I was going to say earlier. Uh, we were talking about demographics. Sure. We can't really, I mean, we can try as hard as we can to get other people involved to increase our demographics and not make it such a male-centric uh, niche, hobby, whatever you want to call it. Fight the patriarchy. But we can't, we can't force people to like, like something that's especially nerdy. Like, let's be honest, like Warhammer, even Total War itself is like a very, it, 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 not a whole lot of Listen, work. Captain Cranium. Listen Don't you up. Use the, the I, Zelda thing I am me. a big YouTuber. I have daily conversations with Victoria's Secret models, and I can confirm that every single one of them has told me that Warhammer Total War is one of the greatest things to ever happen to the human race. Okay, women are into this game. Gosh darn it. All right. Check out, uh, check out Happy Puppy, one P in both words, on Twitch. Uh, she's been huge in Warhammer multiplayer, uh, big into it. She's got a great channel. Go check her out. All right, but uh, I'm done listening to you two schmucks talk about talk about women in Warhammer. I'm done. I'm done. All right, well, that's, okay. that's all I wanted to say about my thing is just yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Warhammer has never really been the the most inclusive game. Let's be honest. He said happy with one p. Yep. And puppy with one P. God, that makes oh, that kind of it makes me mad. So you're all the Appian way. You're you're trying yeah. to tell me that women aren't interested in a game that revolves around excessive violence, almost no diplomacy options, and basically borderline genocide. Like, well, I don't understand. Man, everything I know about the females is just wrong. Oh yeah. man. Everything you know is wrong. Weird Al Yankovic, look it up. If you it's know where babies come from, let me know in the comments. It would really help out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I think I'm ready to wrap it up. Cranium, you got yeah. anything else, my man? Um. Yeah, yes, I do. Um. No, I don't. I was trying to think of something really clever, and I just totally failed. So I'll I'll show myself out right now. Jarl the right. Appian Way, you have ten yes. seconds to tell the audience whatever you want as your closing remarks. Yeah, uh, come see my channel, Jarl the Appian Way, 
on YouTube. That is where you go to find me. Captain Cranium, if you could link Yarl the Appian Ways channel He's in gone. the description. Okay, I'll He's throw gone. it in the description of the YouTube re-upload. Don't worry, boys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, elves and dwarves, and most importantly, fellow gamers, and hopefully quite a few women. Thank you for tuning in to the meme stream. Our guest has been Yarl the Appian Way. Next week, we don't have a guest booked yet because I kind of need to focus on making more meme videos. But if that video is up by, say, Wednesday, I'm going to try and get another guest for next week. Two weekends from now, we have a very special guest on May 15th, Eric the Red. He is coming out of retirement to be on the meme stream. I am Whoa! very excited for this episode. Y'all have a good one.